0: Hey, you guys, and welcome to another episode on Psychologically Linked, where I, Sally, your host, will talk through some of our experiences in life and what they mean for our psychology. So, on today's episode, as you guys can see by the title, we're going to be talking about the psychology of likability and whether it's okay to not be liked. So, firstly, we're just going to do a quick rundown on what the psychology of likability is as we do for our previous episodes and the psychology of likability is actually a personality trait and it correlates to being widely liked by others when it comes to um, the theory of likability it's that we like what is similar to us and this can refer to both what we actually aspire to be Um, So for example, there's a study that shows actual communalities may actually play less of a role and influence when it comes to likability of a person than the perceived communalities. So, you know, it's in our human nature for us to seek approval from those that are around us. And I think that majority of us can agree that we have had to alter our personalities when it came to certain friendship groups or different job roles in order for us to fit in and in order for us to make those connections and that's why our perceived communalities um, plays a bigger role in the forefront because we are constantly trying to fit in certain roles in life so when it comes to being liked there are many factors that plays a huge role you know things such as emotions certain music taste and even star signs which has been very popular in the last couple of um, years and that plays a role into whether or not we find someone to be likable so fundamentally we like what is similar to us as i mentioned before and you know finding uh, those who have similarities to what we want to be um, they are more approachable to us Or, you know, finding people that are already in a position that you aspire to be in. They are more likable to us. And, you know, sometimes we tend to also find people to be more likable due to similarities in certain vibes, I guess. And them having certain taste in the things that we like. So there's a study that pinpoints it up to be a cognitive... um, evaluation where we clasp onto a certain you know characteristic of a person and we tend to fill in the gaps and generalize others um, in ways that we may be compatible or not compatible with so the study also found that self-expansion was also another key element to this um, phenomenon the subjects that participated in this study found that they gained and experienced more opportunities and growth when they interacted with those that had similarities to them rather than those that did not. So with personality, I think it pins down to people just, I guess, seeking validation. And that's um, human nature. You know, we spend so much time through our lives searching for our tribes and those who not only experience similar things to us, but also those who have similar visions to us throughout life. As the saying goes, you know, flattery will get you far. There's also, you know, some truth to that, um, because feeling valued even over small things that may not require certain skills makes a person feel really good about themselves and it stimulates our brain in a similar way um, to how we would feel when we are rewarded with something really big so people tend to perform a lot better after they have been complimented due to the positive reinforcement that they received you know simple things such as nodding or just actively listening so these things stimulate and reassures the other person that they are doing well and that they are on the right track and as humans it's you know in our nature to be hyper concerned or overly concerned with ourselves when we are meeting new people or we are in a new environment so when we receive that reminder that we are doing good so far you know it really goes a long way because at the end of the day we can all agree that we remember how others make us feel whether it be positive or negative um so through working to please others you know it does come at a certain expense especially to our mental health and there was another research that actually shows sometimes our stress level can actually make you more likable which i thought was quite interesting i haven't really read the full article yet but from what i got so far it states that We send stress signals, and it's our way of communicating um, through our bodies. So, you know, things such as our face, um, hands, they play a really big role in how we build and maintain our social networks. So, biting nails, touching your face, you know, playing with your hair, they are all common behavioral um, aspects of stress and these signals um, when picked up by other humans it strengthens our social ba- bonds and through that show of you know vulnerability i guess that's our way of signaling you know to other humans that we are in a way struggling internally and i think the moment of vulnerability is what connects others to us as they may have gone through similar things as us as well and they are able to better detect those signs of stress So when it comes to wanting to be liked, you know, as we said before, it's a basic human trait, you know, that's shared by majority of us here. And there are, you know, some tell signs that you may be wanting or needing to be liked. And these include, you know, things such as uh, having continuous effort to please peoples or being a people pleaser, willing to do anything, which may include things that may be dangerous or you know that is wrong but you do it in order to fit in. Um, Also having heightened anxiety when faced with a disapproval or being rejected and also um, being reluctant to stand up in a group setting or going a group idea because you don't want to stand out. And lastly also having a fixation on a person that doesn't actually like you. So I want you guys to let me know down in our Spotify comments or our socials on IG. And also our if you're listening through our Anchor podcast, leave a comment down below and let me know what you think of these traits, whether you've um, experienced any of these traits or know someone that experienced it. And let me know whether you think it's true or not as well. I always like to hear what you guys think. And, you know, because I think there may be some of us that aren't aware and I guess need to unlearn um, that being liked, it's, you know, it's not everything. And it also adds, you know, may lead to extra added stress in your life. So throughout my life, especially in the last three, four years, I've I really worked on myself and asked, found myself, you know, asking myself a lot, does it? really um matter whether everyone likes me you know does someone else's disapproval stop me from living the life that I want to live or you know things like do I need to be the most important part of someone else's life because let's not forget that at the end of the day uh, while we are worrying about who likes us and who approves of us those people are also worried about who likes them and who is going to you know give them approval because we all see the world differently and you know from different perspectives so people so what someone else um thinks of you may not there may not actually be their primary concern at the end of the day um they are also you know fighting their own inner battles knowing that you can still succeed without the approval of everybody or a certain somebody and if you are you know constantly agreeing with those around you I think it's best to ask yourself you know am I being true to myself and am I being who I really am or who I really want to be because nine times out of ten you know you aren't you just don't know you know you just don't want to be the odd one out and you know get gestured out but that's sometimes I don't know I think it's sometimes it's good to be alone so I think you guys you know it's good to unlearn certain things uh before we leave I'm just gonna leave you guys with one question and that is whether you think it's okay for us or you not to be liked so is it okay to not be liked why or why not you you know you guys can either just think about it and I guess talked to yourself about it or also if you want to leave down your answers in the comment sections that'd be great as well so that concludes our episode for today thank you guys for tuning in now before we leave I'm just going to connect you guys to the following services for further support if you're currently experiencing um, mental health. So for crisis and suicide prevention. You can contact Lifeline Australia on 13 11 14. That's Lifeline Australia on 13 11 14. If you or someone is suffering from anxiety and depression. You can um, contact Beyond Blue on 1300 22 That's Beyond Blue on 1300 22 Four six three six, and this is the 24 7 line also if you go on their website um, towards the end at the bottom there's an option where you can also chat to a counsellor online if you prefer that um, they are also a safe and um, inclusive space and offer services for those in the lgbtqia plus community um, their families and allies also, for men's, um, you can call Men's Line Australia on 1300 78 9978. That's Men's Line Australia on 1300 78 9978. They are also a 24 line and also offer online support services. And if you are someone tuning in from America, you can contact the MHA, M-H-A which is the Mental Health America. On 1-800-985-5990. That's Mental Health America. On one 800 Or you can also um, send them a text message. You just text MHA on 741741. That's MHA seven four one. 741 so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and if you guys have a recommendation or a certain topic that you guys want us to cover on one of our episodes don't forget that you can um, email us at psychologically linked all one word at gmail.com and that concludes our episode for today you guys and we'll see you in our next one